Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a long time. Welcome back to the Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Joe Barksdale. To the first-time visitors as well as the repeat offenders, thank you all so much for checking us out. Um, This is a mental health podcast, and we're looking at mental health through the lenses of sports, music, and comedy, or arts and entertainment. The goal is to educate, engage, and... What's the other one? Educate, engage, and entertain. I don't know how I forgot that. Anyway, the goal is to educate, entertain, and entertain. Educate, engage, and entertain. Okay, the three E's of podcasting. Anyway, um, today um, I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with the feelings, Will, because I have because uh, I have a topic I want to talk about today. So I just want to get the feelings, Will, out of the way really quick. Today, your boy is. I'm optimistic. I am optimistic. That's a good way to be, right? Um, so today I would like to talk to you guys about depression in in specifically, in particular, depressive psychosis. So I'm on healthline.com. This is where I'm getting this information from. Uh, I like to quote my sources. So y'all don't think I'm just, you know, he thinks he knows it all. Nah, these are, you know, I do my research anyway. According to the National Alliance of Mental Health, sorry, according to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, N-A-M-I, NAMI, an estimated 20% of people who have major depression also have psychotic symptoms. This combination is known as depressive psychosis. Some other names for the condition are delusional depression, psychotic depression, major depressive disorder with mood congruent psychotic features, or major depressive disorder with mood incongruent psychotic features. This condition causes you to experience psychotic symptoms, plus the sadness and hopelessness associated with depression. This means seeing, hearing, smelling, or believing things that aren't real. Depressive psychosis is especially dangerous because the delusions can cause people to become suicidal. A person who experiences depressive psychosis has major depression and psychotic symptoms. Depression occurs when you have negative feelings that affect your daily life. These feelings include sadness, hopelessness, guilt, irritability. If you have clinical depression, you may also experience changes in eating, sleeping, and energy levels. Examples of psychotic symptoms include delusions, hallucinations, and paranoia. According to the Journal of Clinical Psychiatry, that sounds like a kindergartner. According to the the Journal of Psychiatry, What did I say the first time? Psychiatry? Psychiatry. Delusions and depressive psychosis tend to be guilt-ridden, paranoid, or related to your body. For example, you may have a delusion that a parasite is eating your intestines and that you deserve it because you're so, quote-unquote, bad. So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, Depressive psychosis. And what better way to talk about depressive psychosis than to give a personal example? Because that's what I'm about here. I'm trying to be open. I'm trying to share my story in hopes that it'll help somebody else. Um, So for those who don't know, which is probably all of y'all, I tried out for the church band, the church worship band uh, last week. And, um, you know, without getting too into it, I didn't didn't make the band. And um, this is music that I don't play. I don't need anybody sending messages like, oh, you know, they don't know what they're missing out on. Look, it's, it's, it's like the elevation type, you know, uh, uh, what's the word? Elevation, uh, what's another place? Hillsong, like the elevation Hillsong type music is just, it's not what I do. Um, 
but I wanted to stretch myself as a musician and an artist to try out. Um, and I didn't make it. And when I got the message that I didn't make it, they sent an email the next day. I immediately went into a delusional depressive episode. I understand the reason I'm talking about, you know, these psychotic depressive episodes is because I've had them, you know, and it's, it's easy to like, you know, go hard on Kanye West or something when he gets on Twitter or someone else who's battling mental illness. Um, but it's hard to really understand where they're coming from. And hopefully this can help. So I didn't make the church band um, immediately. So the, there are four things I've tried out for in my life. I went to the combine and tried out for the NFL. Um, I tried out for, you know, different college teams as I was trying to get scholarships and stuff when I was in high school. Um, and I tried out for a jazz band when I was 12. So when I was 12, I used to play the saxophone. Uh, when I was 12, I played the saxophone. And I tried out for this jazz band, and I made it pretty far in the auditions. It was a traveling jazz band and everything. This would have been my first real, like, professional music gig. I didn't make it. It came down to, like, me and I think one or two other saxophone players, and I didn't make it. Um, I was devastated. I never really talked to anybody about it. Um, I, ne I, didn't, I never had that kind of relationship with my parents or anybody where I could, you know, talk about things and process these feelings and so forth. So I just sat with it. Um, and I buried it deep until my fourth tryout, which was the church band. It, I mean, that 12 year old came screaming back, you know? Um, and I went into, I became delusional. You know, I started calling my manager, like, we need to cancel my gigs. If I can't make the church band then I'm no good to anybody, you know, I call artists that I was working with, like, I may as well just kill myself because, you know, I already, I don't have any music shows and I can't, I can't, you know, play at the church band. I can't play anywhere. I left my, I mean, I, for those who don't know, I quit football to do this. I quit my NFL job to do this. I'm not saying it feels sad for me or anything like that, but you can explain, I mean, you can understand why I would feel this way or I would at least hope you can understand. You walk away from a job, um, you know, like the NFL to, you know, I mean, I retired the year that COVID-19 hit. So I retired thinking I was going to be available to play shows. I was available. There were no shows to play because, you know, there was a two-year pandemic. Um, and then, you know, I'm trying to get back on my feet and so forth as far as like, you know, keeping myself going. Um, and, you know, I mean, not making the church band kind of takes the wind out of your sails. I'm a human being. I have emotions and feelings like everybody else. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I got on Twitter and I made a post about like Riddle, you know, who, who is the fucking idiot that decides to leave, you know, a job like being an NFL player, you know, the security, the money, the status to go chase a dream that just keeps running from him, you know, to go play music for no one. And of course I put the answer was me. And then I said, and y'all wonder why I'm suicidal, you know? I'm not sitting here trying to defend that tweet or anything like that, but it was in the middle of a depressive psychosis. This is why um, I try to stay away from social media as often as possible when I'm in, uh, especially when I'm in these kind of those kind of states. Um, I, I got the I got the letter back that I didn't make the band. I immediately responded to the email like you know because they said you know like we would love for you to sit in a rehearsal. There's a guitar workshop in a couple weeks. And, you know, I'm like, guitar workshop? Like, I'm that trash? That y'all think I need to go to a workshop? This is what, I, what, this is what I'm doing for a living. And I can't, you know what I mean? Like, it's, the delusion started to kick in. Um, and 
that's not the only time I've been that way. And I'm giving you guys this story for two reasons. Um, one, you know, hopefully someone can learn from it. And two, if you listen to this and you go through these kind of things, you're not alone, you know. Um, but yeah, I had the episode. And I remember seeing like the look of disappointment on my wife's face when I told her about what I tweeted and so forth. Um, and I remember having a conversation with my therapist the following day about, you know, what happened and what I could have done differently. And I remember ex not exploding, but like, you know, I told my therapist, I'm like, I'm tired of always having to go through back over my actions and see how I can fix them. I think sometimes we forget that I'm an autistic, mentally ill person and that I'm doing the best that I fucking can. You know, I think too many times you'll get people, um, okay, I'll just speak for myself. Too many times there are people in my life that are so quick to tell me like, you know, you, well, that wasn't the right way to do it or you know, I wouldn't have done that. What about the millions of tweets I didn't make? What about the millions of times I didn't cut myself? Or you know, you know what I mean? Like people, I don't know what people expect from me. I don't know how people expect me to move in a world that wasn't made for me. And I'm not even talking about being black. I'm talking about being autistic and mentally ill, you know? Um, I'm doing the best that I can. And that's kind of what this episode is all about, man. I, I, and this is, you know, it, it may be a personal thing to you who's listening to this. No matter what you're doing, you know, if you're doing the best you can, that's all you can do. And if your best isn't good enough for other people, then maybe those people ain't supposed to be in your life anyway. You know, um, and good job. Keep trying. Keep trying to do the best that you can, you know, because... Um, I mean, I've said this before in other interview, and I think it was the interview with Louie. Like, we don't, we don't have any words of encouragement for each other. We just have words of critique and words of, you know, judgment these days. We need to get back to encouraging each other or start. I, I say get back, like, but we need to start doing that, man. Um, but this, is, this episode is for, it's for the people who are doing the best that they can. I see you, and I'm doing the best that I can with you. I mean, every day that I wake up, I think about killing myself. I think about, you know, how great it would be to be dead and not be in any pain and not have to, you know, do all these other things to try to get myself just in an okay mental space in order to operate in society. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair that, you know, I have a disorder and two illnesses and people expect me to act like someone who's just perfectly fine. That's not fair. That's not realistic, you know? Um, and I know this has turned into kind of like a rant, I guess, but I don't know who needed to hear that. But, you know, you keep on doing the best that you can and I'm going to keep on going with you. Um, that being said, I hope that you guys are doing well and, uh, you know, just just keep doing the best that you can. And I'll talk to you all later. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.